Hi, welcome back to another episode of Zest and Wishes. This is Jane, a teen artist, and this podcast is where I share my thoughts, experiences, and wonderings as I encounter the ever-changing world. I hope that this podcast is something you can connect with, and I also hope that this makes you feel less alone, because as cheesy as it sounds, human connection is something very important. Also, quick note, whatever platform you're listening to this on, I'm not sure if there's this function on Spotify, but I know for sure you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Leaving a positive review, just sharing this podcast, Zestin Wishes, with your friends or people that you know, really helps to get my podcast out to more people like us. And I really enjoy connecting with people, and it really makes me happy to know that my podcast is reaching a lot of people. Also, if you reached out to me recently on Instagram talking about my podcast and saying just really nice things, I've, I'm very thankful for that. So thank you to everyone who reached out to me. You know who you are. And I'm just really glad that this podcast is something that you can really connect with. So without further ado, today's episode is going to be all about introversion and managing mental energy. I'm going to define what introversion is. I'm going to talk about my own experiences with discovering that I'm an introvert. And thirdly, thirdly, lastly, I'm going to talk about the importance of mental and emotional health and why understanding yourself can really shift everything. So let's dive right in. Before I made this episode, I actually did a little bit of digging on the internet and I came up across a couple of... uh, articles about introversion and also the difference between introversion and shyness and I just wanted to share what I discovered. All these articles are from Psychology Today. If you don't know what that is, that's a website where you can actually find a therapist in your own area but on the side there are also tons of articles posted on this website by psychologists, therapists, and it's verified by the community with information about anything including introversion that I'm going to talk about today but anything regarding psychology, human behavior, emotions, all that stuff. So in your free time it's really interesting actually if you look at a couple of their articles. It's very enlightening to learn new things about human behavior and the mind. The first article I came across defines introversion. So according to Psychology Today, introversion is a basic personality style characterized by a preference for the inner life of the mind over the outer world of other people. Compared to extroverts, introverts enjoy subdued and solitary experiences. And then it goes on to say, introverts do not fear or dislike others, and they are neither shy nor plagued by loneliness. And this is where I kind of had like a final moment of confirmation that, okay, being introverted does not equal shyness. Ever since I was forever, I've always been like, oh, I'm not an introvert because I enjoy social situations. I'm pretty good at socializing and I like hanging out with my friends and all that stuff. But ultimately, I noticed that something about me was I have so many moments where I'm by myself and I enjoy being by myself. It's so peaceful and calming to me. And I never have a moment where I'm by myself that I wish I could be out with other people or that I wish I could be out socializing. Contrasting that, I do have several moments where I'm out in society or whatever you know hanging out with people or just socializing with people that I wish I could just be by myself and the first time I contemplated this was after I listened to the minimalist podcast talking about introversion versus extroversion and how you can kind of tell which one you are 
Of course, lots of people are a mix of things, you know, it kind of changes. But overall, I think I personally really identify as an introvert. And not because I'm shy or that I don't like going outside or anything like that, but because I prefer a lot of personal, just alone, solitary experiences over ones where I hang out with a ton of people. I still love to go out to parties and concerts, though, which I can't do right now, but I love them. And I haven't gone to a lot, but I still love them. (laughs) In the past, I've mostly come off as kind of like a stereotypical extrovert all throughout elementary school so my really early childhood up until about first grade I was very 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 quiet and shy and then boom from second to like sixth grade I was just so loud and yeah that was really weird I was really energetic for all those years and I loved going out with people I loved just meeting hanging out I don't know we didn't use the word hanging out I loved having play dates and all that stuff and all of a sudden in the middle of middle school I kind of changed I didn't really enjoy just being around people as much I still liked it but it wasn't a prominent part of my life anymore and I had this like revolutionary moment where I realized I love just being by myself and that personality just kind of carried over up until now when I'm in high school and actually before quarantine there was like a school dance and I just all my friends are going but I didn't really feel like going so I didn't go and I was fine with it and I was really happy I'd I just really enjoyed just being by myself that night. I was watching Netflix. It was great. Furthermore, because of the whole COVID-19 pandemic, I've been lucky enough to spend time with myself and really find out that, whoa, like I am not really affected by the fact that I don't see people every day. I, I worked by myself just in my house. I have my family members, of course, but for the most part, I'm just by myself. And I was, I'm perfectly fine with it. I don't have any longing. I don't feel out of energy. I actually feel very full of energy when I have time with myself. So that's another way I could just tell that I'm an introvert. I think the reason that I get so tired after I socialize with people is because I'm just, I'm kind of a sensitive person. (laughs) I take in a lot more information, I think, than other people do. And I take things a lot more personally than other people do. On the outside, I may not always seem like it, but I seriously, I, I'm very sensitive sometimes. And I don't think being sensitive is a bad thing. I notice a lot of things that I think other people don't notice. But the thing is that because I take in so much, I need more time to kind of spend time in a clean, just empty area for my brain to like recharge for another day. Like recently, I met one of my friends. We were six feet apart. And it was actually not even six feet, we were 12 feet apart. And we met at a park and I just talked to her for like two hours. We're really close friends. And afterwards, I felt so tired and so drained. And I felt like exhausted almost from just hanging out with her. And I went home and I took a really long nap and I woke up and I felt a little better. And after that experience, I really realized like I'm not a bad friend for feeling exhausted it's just it's just in my personality I feel quite tired after I constantly socialize and talk about things and think about things deeply I'm trying very hard not to come off as like I'm not like other girls I think deeply but I but I think it's kind of 
true a little bit. I just think of things differently than other people do. And I'm sure there are tons of people who think the same way that I do. I just had to say that real quick because slowly as I was talking about introversion and my experiences, I kind of, you know that, okay, so I don't watch Riverdale, but there is this one clip that I have watched and that I'm sure you've watched as well because it's all over the internet is the, the, the scene where he's like, jughead he's like oh i'm 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 not like other people i'm a weirdo what i'm i don't fit in and it's just really um cringy and that was just running through my mind so i had to get that out there not trying to pull a jughead over here okay anyways back to what i was talking about overall just being more sensitive feeling tired after socializing and also just working really well as an individual and being on my own that's how i figured out that i am an introvert and this whole pandemic situation has really highlighted it all. And overall, I think the thing that really surprised me the most was the difference between introversion and shyness. And I'm going to read a little bit more from an article titled Introversion versus Shyness, the discussion continues. Are introversion and shyness the same thing? The two get confused because they are both related to socializing, but lack of interest in socializing is very clearly not the same thing as fearing it. Sociability refers to the motive, strong or weak, of wanting to be with others, whereas shyness refers to behavior when with others, inhibited or uninhibited, such as feeling feelings of tension and discomfort. This differentiation between motivation and behavior is consistent with the ability many of us have to behave like extroverts when we choose, whereas shy people cannot turn their shyness on and off. So someone who is introverted and shy will behave differently from someone who is introverted and not shy, who will behave differently from someone who is extroverted and shy, who will behave differently from someone who is extroverted and not shy. Evidence suggests that, unlike extroverts, the brains of introverts do not react strongly to viewing novel human faces. In such situations, they produce less dopamine, a neurotransmitter associated with reward. And then this article goes on to say that introverts can make excellent leaders because they tend to be guided by their own values and make difficult decisions carefully. And in addition, introverts also tend to really analyze things and then act. And even as children, this trait can be seen, a really examining and uh, surrounding and then acting. And lastly, it says that introverts are really happy in life. So hopefully I was able to debunk, debunk, that sounds so cool, debunk some myths about introversion. And finally, I want to talk about the importance of mental and emotional health and why I think I really need to work on understanding myself more. And I'm still in the process of like figuring out what is going on inside my brain because I have, I don't know if I'm ever going to reach a point where I'm like, okay, I understand myself 100% because I'm, I'm literally a kid right now and I'm still trying to figure out everything. And this is one of those things that I think I'll probably learn more about over time is how I manage my own mental energy and why I feel a certain way when I do. With that being said, I definitely believe that mental emotional health is just as important as our physical health. Especially with the recent rise of like the fitness industry and Instagram and all that stuff, everywhere you go, you always see these videos of like you everyone has come across those videos once at least once in their lifetime where it's like I lost this much weight in this time frame which is really short and unrealistic or people will talk about like really restricting their calories and then working out intensively and it's like this overnight change that everyone needs to have 
And I really figured out that that's not the truth. Of course, physical health is important, but I think what a lot of fitness culture does nowadays is it completely ignores the mental and emotional part of it. I took a mandatory health class last year for my high school, and I know I'm really lucky to take this class because I learned a lot, a lot about health and especially teenage health. One of the things that our teacher really emphasized was that there are six pillars of health. Hold on, let me actually find these six pillars so I can read them out loud. Okay, I have them here on the Quizlet. So first is physical health, the health of your body, mental health, health of your thoughts, emotional health, dealing with feelings in a healthy way, social health, health and quality of your relationships, environmental health, health of your surroundings, and spiritual health, being a good person and spirit and nurturing your soul. And her definition of health was that all six of these components are in balance. You don't just have one or two or one is really strong and one is really weak. You have all of them. And that means that your body is healthy, but your mental thoughts are also healthy. And after taking her half semester class, I really internalized this idea that this true idea that mental and emotional health is just as important as physical health. And then that they impact each other. If your body and physical health isn't doing so well, you're not going to do well mentally. If you're not doing well mentally, it's going to be harder to keep your body healthy. And so I have the idea in my brain, and now is the step of actually doing something with that information. Talking about the fitness and working out rabbit hole is a whole nother episode, but definitely after her class, I really noticed aspects of my mental and emotional part of me that I didn't really consider before. And it's very eye-opening when you really notice things about your behavior. Like, for example, in my case, I was discovering that I'm an introvert. That really revolutionized the whole way that not only did I, not only in the way that I understood and thought of myself, but also just the way that I felt about myself really changed. I didn't feel ashamed when I really figured out what being an introvert actually meant. I actually felt very empowered because I was like, okay, I'm an introvert and there's nothing wrong with it. I just work a little differently from other people. So here are some things in the past year that I've really been trying to internalize and or put into action. First is just putting away the shame or pressure to be an extrovert, have an awesome social life and tons of friends and to be popular. Those things sound very glamorous and they sound very lovely and of course whenever we watch a movie the number one thing is like oh popular people and then they're always highlighted as the social norm or what you should aspire to be but I this past year I've really taken a shift away from that I went through this really weird phase in mostly through middle school not really in high school right now I couldn't care less for popularity but I did go through a little bit of a phase where I was very much obsessed with what people thought of me it wasn't very healthy and this was back in when I had like my private Instagram. I'd always post pictures of myself in a way that wasn't really self-empowering, but rather like, haha, I'm gonna I'm gonna flex and hope that people like me. I'm glad that those days of uncomfortable Instagramming and wanting to be popular are over. It was a very short period and I'm glad it's over. I wish that the idea of being an introvert, of spending time just with yourself was as glamorized as being an extrovert and socializing all the time was, but at least I can start just with myself internalizing that both those things, being an extrovert and an introvert, are great, and one isn't better than the other. 
what I do now is I prioritize quality over quantity in every aspect of my life. I really gained this mentality about over half a year ago. We're just, I'm going to repeat it again. Quality over quantity. Instead of owning five pairs of crappy jeans, just own two really good pairs that will last you. Instead of having a ton of kind of friends-ish that maybe don't treat you the best, focus on having less, but relationships that are deeper and stronger and that will actually last. I used to have this idea, especially if we're talking about school, that you have to have one group of friends and you have to stick with them and every day you have to eat lunch with them and text them and only talk and hang out with them and that's just that's such a normalized thing to just have a group of friends to stick with and I don't think it's a bad thing if it works well but it didn't really work with me because I had I had a group of friends that I just stuck with all throughout middle school and they were all really nice girls really great people but I didn't really connect with every single one of them really I only connected with maybe two of them deeply and honestly now I I'm friends with people and I'm very close with them but I have less of them. I have a very small number. I can count the number of quote-unquote close friends on one hand. (laughs) But this works for me. It's easier for me to have less people, but individually with those people really building a relationship full of trust and care and just feeling good about myself when I'm around them. Now that I think about it, this is a very minimalist type of mentality of only having what you really need to make you happy. I don't need 20 friends to be super happy. I just need a couple who really care about me. Recently, I've just been having overall this whole realization that I don't have to go by whatever society says or uh, just what everyone silently accepts that should be. If I know what's right for me and I just do it the way that I want to, I create my own entire path and it works perfectly And that's great for me. That's all I need. Going back to identifying myself as an introvert, I think that's a great example of positive labeling. I don't really like the word labeling. It sounds so negative. I don't know why. Um, But I think that there are many cases where labeling can be really bad, but there are also cases where labeling can be really good. So in the case of introversion, labeling myself labeling myself as an introvert that was a really good thing because it helped me understand myself it helped me understand the way I feel and ultimately I just feel more in control and it's a really great way to discover who I really am and another example of like labels being a great thing are if people are trying to identify with a certain gender or a sexuality or a condition they have using labels can be very empowering to your self-identity and really figuring out who you are and showing who you are to the world. Next door, they're like doing construction because I we have new neighbors coming in, which I'm very excited about. I don't know who they are yet. So if you hear like hammering or pounding, that's just construction happening next door. Ultimately, I'm able to identify why I feel a certain way, understand how I use up and gain my energy in terms of socializing, and that helps me understand my own needs. I understand that I need more space than other people do. I understand that I'm not someone who can just hang out and text people every single day. I need to do that less because that's what ultimately makes me feel most energized and my best self. So I hope from this podcast, you're really able to reflect upon yourself 
understand yourself and it doesn't have to be like an overnight oh my god I know everything about myself because I'm still not there I don't know if I ever will be there but just kind of scratching the surface of figuring out who you are figuring out what you prefer figuring out what's right for you and I think these little things if we keep doing them here and there it can really add up to a greater movement of really understanding ourselves and fostering a really great environment for us to thrive in because when you think about it at the end of the day you're with yourself and I think every single person deserves to have time just for themselves to understand themselves do what they want be the person they want to be and it's a process of figuring out who you are and I I'm just scratching the surface. I think discovering that I'm an introvert is one tiny little chip of the iceberg of all the great things I have to learn about myself. And I'm very excited to discover those things as I grow up and become an adult and become old. And I'm very excited to have that realization for myself. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, please leave a positive review or share with your friends. That really helps to get this podcast out to more people. And I hope that this is something that you really connect with and feel less alone with. Do you think you're an introvert? Do you think you're an extrovert? A little bit of both? Are you generally someone who thinks about things deeply? And how has understanding yourself shaped you in any way? If you want to share your thoughts with me, feel free to send me a DM or leave a message through Anchor. My Instagram is at IncredibleThingsAft, but my main Instagram for this podcast is at ZestinWishes.podcast. Go check out that podcast Instagram every day. I post a little check-in on my stories and I share really lovely posts that I found. And I also have updates and little behind the scenes that I post on there that are cool and I think you'll enjoy it. And a very brief side note before I end this podcast episode, I'm still in the works of trying to figure out how to podcast. I know that some of my editing might sound a little choppy here and there. I definitely am trying to figure out what the line is between allowing myself to just go unscripted and repeat stuff and stutter versus really editing and things down and making it sound very scripted. It's a balance and I'm trying to figure out how professional versus personal I want to sound. For most of my episodes, what I do is I put up bullet points of what I'm going to talk about and I kind of allow my thoughts to just roam free. And so we'll see where this goes. We'll see how over time my podcasting changes. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a lovely day, night, whatever time of the day it is for you. And a new episode will be out next week. This is Jane with Zest and Wishes, Envisions of a Teen Artist. I hope the rest of your week is stellar and farewell until then.